This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where you know it is my passion and my purpose to bring you, the entrepreneur, a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And I'm thrilled today with our guest, Andrea Beltrami. She's going to be sharing with us some badass branding secrets. So we'll bring her in in just a moment. It's going to be great fun. I'm looking forward to all that she has to share with us. Now, today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a free Hangout Marketing Assessment. If you haven't done that assessment, go ahead and take advantage of it. It'll only take you a couple of minutes to do, and it's going to provide you with um, skill set and knowledge base and an assessment on all that and how you use Hangouts in there to brand, grow, and market your business. Because there's no better way to get out there and connect with people in a big way than using Hangouts on air. So go ahead and take advantage of that by texting the word SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 307-269-2040. I want to thank you all for being here today. I know your time's valuable. I know lots of you are off on uh, summer vacation, but I think the kids are just starting back to school for many people too. So hopefully you'll be able to get here and join us live for the show. So if you're here live, or even if you come and watch the replay, I'd like to know where you're hanging out from. So just go ahead and, and let us know where you're from. I'm from Reno, Nevada, and uh, we've got um, many guests coming in from all around the world, and that's what I love about this platform. We can just go live around the world, or you can catch it in replay mode. You can catch it on your um, on your Hangout Mentor app, by the way, have you downloaded that? If you want to pick up the app, you're going to have it sent directly to you. So just go to your app store, whether it's Google Play or iTunes, and download the free Hangout Mentor app. And you can get all these shows and then watch them in replay mode as well as live. So I'd love that. Now, we're going to have an after show, by the way, so I look forward to that, and we'll have a chance to say hi to you. So please plan to come on into the after show if you've got some time. Bring your questions on in for Dre. We'll have a good time there. But in the meantime, we're going to have a lot of fun with Dre right here in per person. 
So let me tell you a little bit about her before we bring her on. Andrea Beltrami, known as Dre, she's a branded solopreneur and a design digital design strategist. I'll let her say it in her own words. But that's what we're going to talk about is branding. And you know, she's got this mojo about being a badass brander and I just can't wait to hear some of her great ideas that we're all going to be able to implement in our business. So, she works with solopreneurs. We're going to help her get the word out to all the solopreneurs out there who could use some badass branding strategies. So today, we're gonna to talk about signature style branding so you can find your vision for your voice. That's one of the hot topics. Secondly, we're gonna talk about visual marketing secrets to stand out so that you really get recognized immediately just because you're visually branded well. And finally, digital design strategies and best practices all around you getting branded effectively. So Dre, why don't you unmute yourself, come on in and say hi to our audience. I'm thrilled to have you with us here today. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm stoked to be here. <laughs> well, what's up Dre? That's what we're gonna go over today. So, you know, Dre, there's just so much that you have a great story, first of all. We were talking about it before the show and that you really have to have the courage, I think, to walk away from corporate America. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't walk away from their jobs. So why don't you start with that? Give people a little bit of the background on how you became the branding strategist, and that is what you do now from corporate America. Let's let them hear all about that. Yeah, it was a process, and uh, I'm right there with a lot of people. Um, I was in corporate America pretty much not believing in myself that I could possibly have my own business and career. I always wanted it. I was always an entrepreneur at heart. I was like professional side jobber. Um, but I felt the same way that a lot of people do. You know, I was comfortable. It was the beast that I knew. And it was something I could do in my sleep. And there's just that comfort level. That was, it was really scary to take the leap. But honestly, I got to a place after 10 years uh, of doing that grind that I just fell into a fat depression. I would literally wake up and be pissed that I didn't have pneumonia or hadn't broken a, a limb of some kind so that I did not have to go into work. So uh, eventually I really just, I did some soul searching and I realized that it was something that I couldn't deny anymore. It was something that I had to give myself a chance to take. So I took a year uh, sorry, a solid year to set up my business and to get a pipeline of clients um, for freelance design uh, in my queue. And then I took the leap and it was scary as shit. And it still is scary, um, but it is been like a dream come true. It's just, it's, it's finally like I'm my own boss. I don't have nobody telling me what to do. I get up when I want. I go out when I want. I vacation when I want. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's work that I love doing. I mean, I was telling you a 12 hour day working here. I feel like where'd the day go in corporate America? 20 minutes felt like two decades. So it's just about finding, like you said, my mojo and this is what I've been meant to do. And so I'm finally doing it and I'm stoked as hell to be able to say that. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to say it's kind of sick to wake up hoping you're oh. sick so you don't have to go to work. I'm so that's glad you that. It was that. so sick. Like that's like a mental health disorder. Like it was terrible, but it's true. And I've heard other people say it like it's, 
it's soul sucking to go to a job that you literally hate. And yes, we can all do it for a little while, but if, if entrepreneurial and self-employment is truly what courses through your veins, uh, like you and I, you cannot deny it. It's just something, I mean, that was my dream. It wasn't, you know, to get married and have kids and have the white picket fence. Mine was always to be a badass entrepreneur. So, you know, if that's you, you, you can't deny it. You have to take the leap. You have to believe in yourself, even though it seems scary and like impossible. It is, there, there's so many of us that have proven it is, um, but it's really scary, you know? So, so take some time to think, think it all through and put a plan of action together and tackle it because eventually that day will come. Uh, you know, it came for me and thank God. <laughs> and I don't want pneumonia anymore. So, <laughs> and I bet you don't get sick anymore either. I don't exactly. Cause you know what? I get tons of sleep because I sleep whatever the hell I want. I can take a nap <laughs> in the middle of the day. Yes, please. Okay. So for all you aspiring solopreneurs out there, or want to be solopreneurs, or you already are a solopreneur, I mean, take heart in this and realize that Dre spent a year preparing. So you've got to have the desire deep in your soul to be more, to live your passion, to go out there and share your passion with the world and know that the world's looking for what you have. I truly believe when you're passionate about something and you really want to express yourself that way in some kind of an entrepreneurial venture, then you've got to go for it. You know, and, and, and maybe it won't be easy at first, and maybe you will be spending a year preparing, which I think is really realistic, Dre, quite frankly, that because you needed to replace the income from your corporate job. You weren't just going to quit and, you know, hope that it worked. You had a driving desire, and you, know, you really wanted to do something different, and you prepared for it. So preparation's key, isn't it? Absolutely. That's, you know, and, and you have to be clear on what you want to do and where you want to go. So, you know, take the courses that you need to learn the skills that you want and put a plan together of exactly, you know, set out how much money do you need to make and how much money, you know, how, what are the methods that you can make that money? And you have to be realistic because this isn't, you know, pie in the sky type thing. You got to get real. You got to make sacrifices and you have to switch mentality from these are the problems to here's the solutions. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute before we go into our hot topics because I think that so many people use the, oh, well, I, I, I don't have insurance if I go on my own and I'm, I'm, I'm not getting paid vacations. <laughs> I always chuckle about that because I've been an entrepreneur my whole life and I've never known what it's like to have a paid vacation. This sounds like an, an amazing, strange luxury to me. Uh, I've always been self-insured, so to me it was more important I had catastrophic insurance because I was very attuned to preventative health care and taking care of myself, felt that was my best insurance. But when you talk about these reasons for not making the leap, I think you made such an important point, and that is there's a solution to your objections. You just have to seek it. So what were some of the things that you thought about as far as solutions to letting go of corporate America and finding the answers that you needed to really venture out there as a solopreneur? Well, I think it really started, like I touched on, that my mentality for a long time was just the self-defeating mentality. It's like as much as I knew what I wanted and, and, and the end goal, I had 
the self-defeating thoughts of, you know, every time I would think of a problem, I couldn't see the solution. And I think that's a huge uh, mentality shift that you have to have. And you have to, like I said, make compromises that the solution may not, you know, so for health insurance, you know, I had to go sign up for health insurance, you know, and with covered California and this whole Obamacare, it's like, you know, I go on there, I put my income, I get tax breaks now. Um, because I'm self-employed and, you know, I found the solution where it's like, yeah, do I pay more than I did at corporate America when they funded, you know, it all minus maybe 20 or $30. Yeah, I definitely pay more, but you know, it's a solution and it works. And again, that's just, like I said, it's budgeting into your time and your money. You know, what do you need to make? What do you need to be realistic? Set those things up. Um, and you know, there are solutions to everything. There's, uh, there's having students help you. I did that in one of my businesses before I hired students to help me with my photography and stuff. So they get experience, they get portfolio stuff, and I get somebody to help me with my business. Um, you know, cutting out certain things that didn't need to happen. There's just, there's always solutions to be had. You just have to be a lot more open to different things and realize that one is probably going to come at the expense of the other and you need to cut the shit and get real and decide what's most important and what you can deal with and what's a true deal breaker. Like you have to get real about it. Absolutely. And, and cut to, you said cut the shit and also cut to the chase. I mean, what's the most important thing that you can be doing in your business right now? If you ask that question, I think that you'll find that we spend a lot of time, if we're not careful, going down rabbit holes that are not in direct relationship to what we need to be doing to be a successful solopreneur. So uh, I appreciate that you're really thinking about solutions and you're telling people there's a solution to everything. You just have to ask the question and what might be the barrier to discovering how you can step out there and be the solopreneur you want to be is simply asking the right questions and getting the solutions that are give you, move you forward, basically. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let's take a moment and say hi to some friends out there. You know, I know you're hanging out where it's really hot over in California. Where, where are you from, Dre, over there? I'm in Northern California. I'm in Los Gatos, which is about 40 miles south of San Francisco. Oh, and wow. it is 103 for the fourth day in a row. So <laughs> I am melting over here without my portable AC unit on for the next hour. So don't oh. mind the sweat, the flop sweat. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, you know, you got to break sweat when you're in business too. So thank yeah. you for breaking a little sweat with us here today. You know, we've got Doriana Peterson here from Tucson, Arizona, and she's saying hot, hot, hot. I'm with you, sister. Julianne Blake, she's here. Hey, Dr. Julianne, kick-ass cancer coach, hanging out from nice. Southern California. Hi, and love to all. You betcha. That's I'm a back. good one. Who else we got? Who else we got? Oh, my thing just uh, jump, jumped away. Who else we got here? Chiwa Slater, great to be here. She's in San Diego. Welcome, Chiwa. We're glad you're with us. Pamela Zeman, uh, she was on a few weeks ago, and uh, great to see you here. She's in preventative health care, and um, for sure, oh, she just said that to me. Yes, absolutely. I'm in preventative health care my whole life. That's how I keep kicking, right? Uh, I'm going down kicking. Uh, no more rabbit holes, Pamela. Great to see you here. Rain Dahl, welcome, Rain. Always love to see you as well. So keep, on those, keep those comments coming. Let us know where you're hanging out from. If you're wilting, we'd like to know that too so we can all be <laughs> together. 
going to hit 99 here today in Reno. Uh, not quite as bad because we have that desert air and it doesn't wilt you quite as much, but uh, it is uh, a hot time of year. So anyway, Dre, let's let's move on to the topics because I know people want to get these strategies so they can start applying them in their own businesses. So let's, let's get first to signature style branding, finding a vision for your voice. What do you mean by that? Well, you have your personality. <laughs> Excuse me. You have your style. You have what your brand is really about. And that's your vision. You know what I mean? That's, that's your voice and putting those together. Your signature style is really just an extension of what you're all about, right? So color palettes, font themes, all of that can convey what you're about, you know, formal, informal, silly, serious, you know, is, is the topic, um, you know, medical related, is it chil ch uh, around children, you know, all of that stuff is, is what I mean by creating a vision for your voice, right? So, so your voice and your purpose and your brand needs to be infused with everything that's you. I, t I totally come from a place where, you know, especially as solopreneurs, the brand has to be driven by a human, okay? We're not corporations, and I don't believe that you should ever try to be that or pretend that you have a whole team behind you or something like that. Instead, it's like, um, you know, focus and highlight who you are, what makes you different. Infusing those human characteristics into your brand is what people are going to be able to bond with and build trust with. You know, if this is just some blank blank slate, you know, logo driven, you know, there's no human behind it. There's no personality. There's no authenticity. There's no transparency. You know, it's going to be really hard for you to gain traction. What branding and visuals can do is take those things that you're not there to say to that person so that they understand who you are and convey that and communicate that. And that's what I help my peeps do is, is hone in that, get dive deep, do the soul searching, figure out who the hell you are. What's your persona? What are you about? What's the verbiage you use? What's the emotions you want your brand to evoke? And then you, we go to work infusing that into your signature style and creating something that is all you and only you. So I like what you said, infused with everything you and if you haven't gone to Dre's uh, G Plus um, page, go take a look at it because she's got a great montage of images of everything Dre. And it's cute. I mean, she's got that, you know, like she did for today's show. She got the cute silly string on the top of her head. She loves wine. You know, she's a badass. She, she gets out there and digs deep and does what's necessary to get the job done. Um, she, she's lighthearted. I mean, all you have to do is go see her page and you have a sense of who Dre is. So I think it's important that um, we do let the world know and not hide behind a persona. I agree with you. And uh, it's something that sometimes is a little scary because it makes us a little vulnerable, doesn't it, Dre? Oh, it's very scary. But I mean, at th this day and age, there's not a whole lot of stuff that hasn't been done by somebody else and probably better than you're doing it. The difference is who you are. There are a lot of people out there that do branding and graphic design and web design. Guess what? I'm going to come out with the sass, the attitude, the fun loving, the total dork, the silly girl that's going to say and do what she wants and wear stupid wigs and hats and do things that are just going to make people laugh. Even if it's at my expense, I'm totally cool with it. You know, it's infusing who I am into the brand. 
Now, if you get that sense of humor and you like my personality, it is such a qualifier. And now I'm going to attract the people that I want to work with and the people that I can help best because they dig me. If I'm just about branding, how do you know? How do you know that we're a match? And to work with anyone or learn from anyone, and especially to trust anyone, you have to enjoy them. You have to have something that connects you or bonds you. And those are the things that your brand has to have. And those are the things that a lot of solopreneurs are missing. You've got the great expertise. You know how to do it. You can help people. But you can only reach them if they can truly get to know who you are. And there's so many ways to do that with your branding. All right. So I, I just want you to know this, Rain. Uh, thanks. You're the best she's seen for visual branding for sure. So that's sweet of you, Rain. And Thank I agree. You. High five coming at you, girl. <laughs> well, you know, that's how I that's how I found I found Dre. And it was because of her branding. It's because I was really impressed with the way she was getting her material out there. And I said, I need to interview her. I want to connect with her because I love what she was doing. She's a, she's a real pro at it. And yet, look, you've got to have fun, don't you? It's especially if you're in your own business. My God, if you leave corporate because you're in agony, you want to be sick, so you go to work. Exactly. You better have fun in your business for sure. You got so, it. I, I like what you said though. You said it's a, also a means of qualifying people. So what you you discover when you are yourself is some people are going to resonate with you. Not everybody. We're not a match for everyone. No. But it is a way to sort of search through and discover those people you're going to have fun working with and who will have fun working with you. It goes both ways. It's mutual. Right. And that's really, it goes back to get down to business, you know, cut the shit. I can't serve everyone and, and not everyone's going to like me. I'm far enough in life to have learned that lesson a long time ago. And that's the whole thing. You know, I'm not going to create a business around something that other people think I need to be. I'm only going to create my business around who I am. And there's so much qualifying that you can do that's going to weed out the fluff and get straight to the point. I mean, the first sentence on my about page is my favorite word begins with an F and rhymes with tuck. And I have a picture of me drinking a martini in devil horns. Either you're going to get it and think it's funny, or you're going to be totally turned off and leave right away. Both of which are totally fine with me. I don't need people on my list or, you know, attached to me that dislike me. So for me, it's great to qualify them right out of the gate. And like you said, my Google Plus profile, I put a bunch of pictures of me acting like an idiot. Again, if you don't get the sense of humor, you're not gonna appreciate the training and expertise and work that I can do for you. So like you said, it's scary, but Andy Lyons does it. She talks about that all the time with her, her blowing kisses and her moi and her goddess. People don't like it or they like it. If you don't like it, you're not going to resonate with Andy. You're not going to devour her work. You're not going to hire her. You're not going to watch her show. Why would she dilute herself or try to reach people who aren't? Instead, she's really buckled down, got down to her brand, figured out who she is, and she attracts the people who dig her. And she doesn't need to worry. I don't get that many haters because I'm unapologetically myself. And I think that's the first place you have to get to when you're ready to go out on your own is agree and promise yourself that you will be nothing but yourself, no matter who thinks that that's okay or not. Love it. Love it. Love it. So be unapologetic for who you are. 
just be who you are. Stand in your oneness. I, I, I have a term that I use, Ray. It's called, you is so what you is that you couldn't be any iser. <laughs> so I like stand, that a lot. Stand in your isness and absolutely recognize that you're not for everybody and not everybody's not for you, but at least you're being authentic with yourself. You're not trying to be somebody you're not. Love it. And um, who doesn't love Andy after all? I'll take all those hugs and moss every day. Oh, she's awesome, but she's <laughs> the first to tell you that people tell her all the time that it's unprofessional that she does that and she shouldn't do it. Amazing. Obviously, those are people that don't resonate. So bye-bye. Go away. We don't need you. I mean, it's not, you're not a bad person, but why would I care? Why would Andy care? If you don't like it, don't look. It's like anything else. Go away. Close your eyes. Close down the webpage. See you later. Adios. I love it. So I call that standing in your isness. Being all you is, it couldn't be any iser. So <laughs> grab I that one that. if that helps you. Hey, let's go on. There's just, you know, so much we can do in 30 minutes. I never get it done in 30, but I try. Um, <laughs> I guess we're having more fun. We don't have to worry about it. Visual marketing secrets to stand out. Okay, so this is first we're talking about being the authentic you, all you can be, let that voice shine. But now it's about how do you relate that to be your visual message as well? Well, the first thing it's all about consistency on your visuals and standing out. And here's the thing that I always say about branding and about especially visual or digital marketing. Okay, we're always told we have these seven to, to 10 or nine seconds, whatever the, that magic word is or that magic amount is to get someone's attention online. And, and if you don't get it done in that amount of time, then they're gone, right? Okay, great. That's probably true when we're talking about landing on a, you know, an offer or a sales page or whatever. But here's what branding does. It extends that amount by infinity because you get to introduce and and become visible to someone every time your visuals show up in front of them. So every time they're in your feed, every time you post something on Google+, you have the ability to introduce someone or continue to foster trust or even intrigue, which can lead to trust, because you're building a consistency through your visuals. So, you need them to look the same, feel the same, use the same color palette, use the same font themes, use the same things. So now when I see Virginia's post the first time, okay, I don't know who she is. The second time, huh, okay, that's familiar. Fifth and sixth time, guess what? Who is this lady? I love her visuals. I love her content. I love the, the headlines she uses. It gives you so much opportunity that you don't have if you don't employ branding into your strategy and your brand. If you don't truly focus on defining your guidelines, and that's what I mean by color palette, font theme, you know, what your images look like, what what sort of backgrounds do you use? It requires that you take a step back and you define those elements, and then you use them in every single visual. That's your website, that's social media, that's your blog, that's everything you do, anything you produce. It goes back to those guidelines, and everything is consistent. That's how you extend that seven to nine seconds for all tools we have. You have time and time again if you employ these strategies. So seven to nine seconds, that's worth being reminded of. And I've heard that before. So how do you, 
how do you find what is the best font for you um, and the best colors? Do you have any guidance on that? Well, it, it goes back to branding really is three phase. So you have your, the first phase is the discovery phase, and that's where we were talking about authenticity, and that's really defining your brand attributes. That is the things on a foundational level that you stand for. Okay, then the second phase is the inspiration phase, and that's where you want to go collect everything, gather everything, and create an inspiration board that's really going to help you dictate that, right? So Pinterest is great for that, creating a secret board on Pinterest uh, to create your, your brand inspiration board. And you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to th see things that you gravitate towards. And that'll be on the font side and on the color palette side. And it definitely is going to take tweaking and iterations, especially if you're a newbie and you're doing this yourself. But here's the thing, like a font. I always do. I always have clients and and uh, my peeps do the font test, right? So let's just throw out something like I always use a lawyer. Okay, so a lawyer is not going to have some really feminine scripty print. That would be weird for them, right? And then someone who has you know a kid party planning business isn't going to have some you know wedding scroll font or something really masculine and bold. So do the test. You know, find something that you think, again, go back to those brand attributes and find something you think matches and find something you think doesn't and, and go from there because right away you're going to be able to see like, oh, well, that looks really odd. You know, why would I use um, this font for, ch you know, children? That should be playful and, and fun and maybe handwritten, whereas, like I said, you know, a lawyer is going to be, you know, very block style, very clean, very minimalist. So, you know, it, it goes back to follow those three phases. And the third phase is the creative phase where you're actually crafting this whole style and you're putting everything to work. But if you follow that, it's a very natural and organic way to find your signature style. I'm taking notes and I'm muted all at the same time because this is great information. Thank you so much, Dre. So I, li I like the idea of, the, of, of creating a private Pinterest uh, board, an inspirational board for your brand, because you can pull in all sorts of imagery, colors, text, um, backgrounds, and, and see what feels right to you. So doesn't this get back to connecting it to your voice? So what, what do you resonate with? How, how do you want to reflect yourself as your true self? Isn't that all part of it? Exactly. And that's why you have to start at the discovery phase. You cannot start by you know, skipping that. You can't start, start without inspiration and discovery because that's when you're going to spin your wheels and you're going to get something that doesn't align with who you really are, what your brand is really about. You have to start. So even if you're already you know, far into your business, there's nothing, it's never too late. What you need to do is stop, take a step back, go back to the beginning, and make sure that you've defined your brand attributes, your, your foundational level of what you're about. Then go back, do the inspiration. Find the true sweet spot in the visual world that really is you. And sometimes you don't know what that is, but that's why the inspiration phase is so great because you will start to see a pattern of what, I mean, even I get clients all the time, like I'm all over the place, but you know what, when you really take the whole picture and you look at it and you might need to get somebody's help, you know, also this process is not a solitary process. You need to get people that you trust and that truly know you and know what 
you're trying to accomplish to give you feedback. We get into our own heads, we start blocking ourselves, we start limiting ourselves, and we also can tend to think that we are coming off a way that, you know, that's wishful thinking. We need that reality piece. So, you know, ask people every step of the way, ask them what they think, you know, what are the words that they would use to describe you? What's one sentence they would use? Like, this is Dre, and what, what's your one sentence to intro her? You know, so, so follow that process, and I promise you it will lead to clarity with a signature style. But until you have clarity on what you're really about in those brand attributes, you're not gonna get to the visual signature style. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna be so hard and such an uphill battle because you're doing it, you know, it's counterintuitive. You've skipped really, really important steps. And I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people make is they think, I just need to pick fonts. Every single part of your business should have a reason. It really should. It's not about making it pretty. I know that a lot of you want to make things pretty, but it's not about that. It's about making it signature and to you. And so every one of those pieces is attached. It has to be attached. If it's not, it's misaligned and you're, you have a gap in your branding. Well, I'm, I'm not sure that everyone would even be aware that there were these three steps that you're talking about. So that's, that's really valuable for all of you. Go back and listen to this again and realize what Dre is saying about taking the necessary steps and then finally starting to form it into creative um, that you get feedback from, the people who really know you. I love that tip, Dre. I also love that you ask people who know you to describe you in one sentence. Not easy to oh, do describe someone in one sentence. But it's really eye-opening. You know, I, I always used to say, especially corporate America, because the executives couldn't stand me, um, that I was really harsh, you know, that I'm I'm really kind of, um, one of the girls of my society put a great rusting bitch face. Like, I just kind of had a cold demeanor. Now, A, in my defense, I was miserable, so I probably did have a cold demeanor in corporate America. But, but I had this sort of, idea of who I was and how I came off. And I, I went to my friends and they're like, what the hell? You try to be the hard ass and you try to be like, you know, Billy Badass and, and you're so, and I am blunt and I am straightforward and all that stuff, but that was me pigeonholing myself into, you know, I'm not warm and fuzzy and I'm not, you know, engaging and charming. And they're like, yeah, you are. You're, you know, so we get these impressions of ourselves that are very unrealistic. And those are part of the things that hold us back because we have these illogical, irrational, uh, unrealistic things that were like, well, I'm not warm and fuzzy. So how could I ever, you know, be on a brand or put my face out there? You know, people are going to hate me. You know, go ask people that love you who aren't going to sugarcoat it for you and who are going to get real. And it's going to open your eyes. I'm telling you, like that was very eye opening for me. And I've heard tons of my clients say the same thing. Like, you know, they had a, a, a very certain impression of me that you know, it kind of opened my eyes like, oh, okay, there's, there's things that I'm limiting myself that I, you know, I've convinced myself I am, but get out of your own way. Okay, so I'm going to say sit down with your best buddies and have a glass of wine or whatever it is that you drink and really ask them sincerely, how would you describe me and take that information. It sounds to me like a variable, very valuable step to take in this whole creative process. So thank you. These are great tips. Um, it, everyone else, keep putting your questions in. If you have them, we're going to go to the after show in just a moment. 
But we have one more little topic that I think is important, and I think it all sort of ties everything together here, Dre, and that is digital design strategies and some best practices and how you put this all together. Yeah, so it's really, you know, so so we're gonna take it like you have you've gone through the three phases, you're kind of you're at basically we've we've almost really kind of hit on these. The first phase, you know, being that transparency and everything. The second phase is, you know, figuring out the inspirational and stuff. Now that you're at the creative, you have to take all of those things, build that out. And then, like I said, you have to use them in everything you do, right? So you need to come up with logos and and uh, color palettes and font themes. And then you need to create templates. Templates are really great because, A, they give you an easy way to stay consistent. And what I mean by a template is, you know, say you had a, a Twitter image, you know, create a template at the exact size you need, put your logo on it, uh, use the fonts that you've defined for your branding, um, and whatever decorative elements, again, that you've defined for your branding. And then now every time you need to create an image, you simply swap out the stock photo or the pattern or screenshot in the background, and you switch the headline to what it is. It's that kind of consistency. You want your social covers to look the same as your social media images. You want your, and, and that's everything, like on Pinterest, create custom board covers. You know, infuse your branding into everything it is. So no matter what that is, if video is your thing, then create branded thumbnails. Create a, a branded lower third, like uh, Virginia and I have on here. You know, whatever it is, whatever part of business, whatever medium that you use, you need to infuse those branding, those elements. And it doesn't mean that everything, um, but it has to have that again. It has to have that feel of a signature look into your things. And we're at a visual day and age, so I don't care what you're doing, even if it's just blogging. You've got a visual presence that demands your signature style. Well, and I have found that using templates has just freed up my time, you know, immensely. Oh. Because for instance, every time I'm doing a banner for the show now, now it took me a number of months to really refine my banner and the look that I wanted to create. And once I got that, I it's so easy. And of course, one of my favorite places to go for that is Canva. And I just have my banner in there and I just change it up every week and it, what took me a couple hours now takes me you know less than two minutes to create my exactly. next banner for the show. <laughs> it cuts down hugely on time and it, it doesn't require you to recreate the wheel every single time. There's there's no thought. You don't need to think like, oh what color should I use? You know, again it's that making it pretty. You don't need to make it pretty. You need to make it consistent and aesthetically pleasing. So don't rethink it. So what font should I use? Now every time it's the same font, every time your logo's right there, every time it is such a time saver. And the you know the coup de gras on the bonus is that that ensures you're consistent across the board. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's just so easy to do that. And now it's when people go to the event page, they can quickly find my show because they know exactly what the um, event looks like. And I've noticed some people who do shows are changing their banner up every week. I don't, I don't get that. I mean, they're missing no, a huge opportunity. Yeah, that's not building brand recognition. Brand recognition comes from my ability to spot your work. And I can spot your work because of the, the guidelines that you stick to. The same backgrounds, the same textures, the same fonts, the same colors. You have to do that for people to build that brand recognition, which leads to that trust, like I said, leads to them you know, hiring you or, or collaborating with you or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. 
people have to recognize you. That's part of the trust formula. And branding lends itself so beautifully to that when done right. Absolutely. And so, boy, this has gone by so fast, Ray. Just great, great information. Um, we're going to have an after show in just a moment. I want to acknowledge a couple more people, and I'm going to post um, while Dre sort of finishes up and lets people know how they can get some more information from her. She's got a great free branding guide ebook for you. I'll let her tell you about that in a moment. And um, please, even if it's just for a minute, come on into the after show and say hi. So many of you I see week after week coming to the show, and I'm so grateful that you enjoy it and you're getting value from it. But come on inside and say hi. That's how I get to meet you personally. Dre, I know, would love to, and, and she'll answer some additional questions there. So, Dre, while I go ahead and post the link to come into the after show, go ahead and tell people about your free offering. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you want uh, any more branding uh, badassery, as I like to call it, um, I would hit up the brandedsolopreneur.com slash badass. And that is a direct link to the my branding ebook that breaks down the three phases that I just talked about in great detail. The um, elements that you need to create. I mean, it's a really, it's just jam-packed with resources and links and screenshots and examples. Um, and then once you're on my list, like I just send you a ton of resources. I've got tons of free mini courses that I created on logo design and blog post images and tons of stuff. So definitely either come say what's up on Google Plus. I'm always hanging out here um, or on the website or shoot me an email. Um, and then the third thing that, that uh, you're going to be part of as soon as you get on board is the Badass Solopreneur Society, which is a Facebook, private Facebook support group um, of 1,200 plus and rapidly growing uh, badass solopreneurs that are just a wealth of wisdom. We've got so much website feedback and logo feedback. I mean, it's, it's, it's just an amazing resource um, that I'm so proud to be a part of. So I would definitely encourage you to go over to thebrandedsolopreneur.com slash badass so that you can join our ragtag posse and grab that free ebook that I created for you guys. So thank you so much, Virginia, for having me and for everybody in Replay City and live. Um, I'm stoked to be here and you guys are awesome. I love my badasses. So come holler at us like Virginia said in the after show. I won't bite. It's not hard. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, she's 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 very mild-mannered, but I have a feeling that behind her there's that feistiness that I think as you get to know her better, yeah. <laughs> those little devil horns can come out. You oh, devil you got it. <laughs> Yeah, so the badass solopreneur society liking that idea as well. So that's great. So you can all take advantage of that. I'll be posting after the show. I will definitely post a link so you can go get her free ebook on branding. Um, great, great information. I hope that all of you take this and maybe in some quiet time really work through, is my brand really reflecting who I am? Because it does. It gets back to who you are. And is it 
a reflection of that. And that's you're going to feel really good about that if you've got that formula put together. If not, Dre's there for you. So Dre, thank you so much for being here with us today. And and this is this is sort of the my anniversary, the celebration of one year of doing hangouts on air, doing the inspirational businesswoman show for all of you. 50 shows are in the can, so to speak. I'm really proud of that. And uh, yeah, big ass high five to that, girl. <laughs> and I uh, keep getting guests like Dre that I just think are really providing you with quality information. That fills my soul, and I hope that it's been giving you what you need to go out there and be a badass solopreneur, as Dre would say. So come on into the after show. We're going to sign off now, and we'll see you soon on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs>